Heavenly Lord, your name is wonderful, your name is excellent, your name is beautiful. I worship you, Lord, for you are mighty, you've got the whole world in your hands, you've got the whole world in your hands. 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 You know, we believe that. We sing that. But you know what he now did with that? You know what he did? He now gave the rulership, the lordship, and authority of his creation to man. Two Thursdays ago, I was in the living room, again in the early hours of the morning, and I was just ruminating, and I was asking the Lord, Lord, what message do you have you given to me for your people? What message? What message do you want me to come and share with you today? Because it's not just about let. It's not about, that's why somebody said, "What sermon are you preaching?" I don't preach sermons. Hello, I don't preach what sermon. Ten steps to what, and then it's God. Uh, point number one, uh, Psalm 4, and uh, no, if it's not in your heart, it cannot produce. The power is not in the head, the power is in your heart. And he said to me very clearly, he said, I've given you the message of the kingdom. I said, go and start to teach and preach on the kingdom and the dominion mandate. I said, wow. It was not the first time he spoke to me about the kingdom. The first time he spoke to me about the kingdom of God was in 1989. 1989 had left the university. I was working at the teaching hospital, to be specific, Ogun State University Teaching Hospital in Ogun State in Nigeria. And I was a senior person there. And the plan, or the plan I had then, was to pack my bags and what? As a young man, and go to where? The land flowing with milk and and honey. And what land was that? Especially for those of us at that time. What land? Oh. America. America. To make, to cut long story short, all my friends, what? Left. Because as at that time, my profession, physiotherapy, was one of the six professions in the American embassy worldwide. They were looking for them all over the world. So they were searching. They were just taking them. They were just taking. They were just taking them. And I also, yes, I will be going there. And I was a member of the Full Gospel Businessmen's Fellowship International. I remember they were having. They were going to elect new officers. They were going to put new officers in place. And the president, the head, the leader, came to me and said, Oh, uh, bro, we, we, you've been serving very well. And we'd like you to be part of the leadership. Because we, be, we, we need men who are zealous for God. And, and the rest of it. And I said, no, 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 no. Oh, my dear brother, I'm on my way to the U.S., 
In fact, the plane is already at the airport. It's just for me to collect my world. My, and, then, and then to leave. He said, oh, he was so disappointed. He was so disappointed. And I said, I'm so sorry. I won't be able to stay. In fact, right now, my bags are even packed. I'm on my way. And then that came on that day. When they were going to inaugurate new officers, leadership of the fellowship. I sat genuinely observing the situation. I didn't have any plans to be part of it. I didn't have any plans to do anything with it. I just sat where I sat. And suddenly those who were calling and the lead, the, the person, you know, calling because they will ask people to, you know, and they would, they, would, they would get people involved and they would pray for them and the rest of it. So I was oh, oh praise God, that's the one that is going to be the playing that role, that's the one. And then they called my name from where I sat. I said, what? I said, I thought I told them that I would be going to, and the leader was, you know, he knew what the conversation we've had. And he was looking, he said, he had to say it openly. He said, I wasn't planning to call a, a, a brochure because, uh, you know, but God said to me, you are the man. I said, what? How can you say, you know my plans? Then I, I left him and I turned to God. Lord, you know my plans? You know I'll soon be on the way. And he spoke clearly to me. Seek first the kingdom of God. It was as if somebody poured cold water on me. And they called my name. I staggered to the front like this. Seek first the kingdom of God. And every other thing shall be added to you. Matthew 6, 33. It was making it clear to me that if you can, it was teaching me then. I didn't understand that if you could, if you will unleash the kingdom potential in you, you will not need to go to America. You will not need to go to any place. Wherever you are, you can turn it into a garden. I didn't know. I didn't know. But I went and I became and I sat and to Cut long story short. He now said, now, that you are not going to what? U.S. I'm sending you to where? To Kano. Kano was the occultic Islamic capital of Western Africa. The only city in the entire world that Reham Bonke could not hold a crusade. Every other city, every other place he had his crusade. It was only in Kano that he could not. And he planned it. Everything was said, but just a day before the crusade started, the entire city went on, well, on fire. And many thousands were killed. I'm telling you, if I start to tell you about the city, you, you move like this, wherever you are sitting. Because that was a land that divorced its inhabitants. I can't tell you some things. And he sent me there. But I didn't know he was preparing me. He was preparing me. For 10 years we were there. Laboring. Many died there. But he preserved us. And then after a while he now came to me. He said now. I'm sending you to where? Australia. He now said if there was no canoe. There would not have been any Australia. When he sent me to Kano, I didn't know that he was preparing me. I just obeyed. Can I tell you, whether you heard very clearly or you didn't hear very clearly, you're not here by accident. You're not here by chance. Some of us heard very clearly and we obeyed. Some of you, your steps were ordered by the Lord and he brought you. He didn't bring you just because you were looking for a better life, Especially those of us who he didn't bring you. He brought you to fulfill the kingdom potential that is invested in your life. And it is time for the church to arise. So it's time. It's time. What is the title of my message this morning? Which I was, you know, I, I rarely teach one. It's series. God, by the time we start, we start to explode everywhere. Explode everywhere. The title of my message this morning is Fulfilling the Kingdom Mandate. 
fulfilling the kingdom mandate. What exactly is, what do these words mean? Fulfilling the kingdom mandate. Fulfilling the kingdom mandate. What exactly is the word? What does the word kingdom mean? What does the word fulfill mean? What does the word mandate mean? How is that? How is that relevant to you and I? Fulfilling the kingdom mandate. What does the word fulfill mean? Who knows? Fulfilling the kingdom mandate. The word fulfill means this. And you can check your dictionary. This is not just, this is not any revelation from, this is something you can check, you can find, and you will know. The word fulfill means what? Number one, it means The word fulfill means, amongst others, it means to bring to completion. It means to accomplish. In fact, yesterday, that was not the title that I wrote there. It was while I was praying this morning that it changed it to fulfilling. The word I wrote there was to accomplishing the kingdom mandate. Accomplishing the kingdom mandate. But while I was praying this morning, he said, no, change it to fulfill. Fulfill. The word fulfill means what? It means to, uh, to, when? Amongst others, to bring to completion. It means to accomplish. It means to achieve. It means to carry out. It means to comply with. It means to conclude. It means to discharge. It means to execute. It means to fill. It means to finish. It means to implement. It means to bring to realization. Fulfilling the kingdom mandate. So God's intention and plan for the church is for us to bring the kingdom to completion. To bring it to what? To to accomplish his purpose concerning the kingdom, to carry out the assignment, to comply with, to conclude, to discharge, to effect, to execute, to feel. That means wherever you have been planted, wherever you are located, which city you are, you're supposed to fill it with the kingdom. Fulfilling the kingdom mandate. How about the word kingdom? What does it mean? What? Thank you. I was expecting you to say that. The king and what? His domain. You are not out of it. And that is the way most people see it. But the kingdom is far, far, far bigger than that. The kingdom is far, far bigger than that. I saw in scriptures that the message of the kingdom was the central message that Christ preached. In fact, at the beginning of his ministry, it was the message of the kingdom I started with. At the very beginning, let's go to Mark, uh, Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1. I want you to use Mark chapter number 1 from verse number 14. Mark 1 from verse number 14. It was the central message of his ministry. Mark chapter 1 from verse number 14. It reads and I quote, Now after John was put in prison, in fact, if you have the New King James, you find a title there. What was the title? Jesus begins what? Is Galindis. So you're talking about the beginning of his ministry. The beginning of his calling. Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee, preaching what? Preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. What gospel was he preaching? The gospel of his village? Eh? The gospel of the kingdom of God. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Verse number 15. 15. And he was saying what? What was he now saying? Preaching the gospel. And saying what? The time is, the time is, the time is, what is the title? Fulfilling what? 
The kingdom mandate. And I told you how the fulfilling came. It was accomplishing. But the time is fulfilled. And the kingdom of God is at hand. In that says what? Repent and believe in the gospel. Let me submit to you that the gospel that most of us were raised on is just what I will call entry point. It's what I will call, uh, uh, what is the class you enter when you start uh, kinder? When you start kindergarten, kindergarten, can somebody in kindergarten, uh, uh, what can you commit to somebody in kindergarten? Eh? Can, you say, can, you say to, can you say to somebody in kindergarten, I want to quickly go and get some things done. Please watch over the house. I'll soon be back. Uh, Mr. Judah, or, or can you keep this house watching over? Uh, can you say to that, can you say, you have to carry the person in kindergarten out, what? Along with you, wherever you go he said no fulfill it the time has come for the kingdom of god to be fulfilled the gospel of salvation it's good we need to come into the kingdom but if you remain at that class you cannot fulfill your destiny in god fulfilling the kingdom what the kingdom mandate that's what the message you preach so what exactly is the word kingdom the word kingdom appeared in the Bible. You know how many times? Or let me go to the New Testament. How many times? Over a hundred, over 164 times in the New Testament. And 88 times you find the word kingdom of God. The word kingdom of God in the New Testament. And 35 times the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom. The kingdom of God. The kingdom of heaven. And you will not find the kingdom of heaven anywhere outside the book of Matthew. Why is that? Because Matthew's gospel was primarily to, to the Jews. And because of the reverence of the Jews for the name Yahweh or the name Elohim, they would not even want to pronounce it. They would rather use the word heaven rather for them to say God, God, God. Because of their reverence for the name Yahweh. In fact, when the Bible was being written, anytime they got to the place, God, they would put down the pen they were using and pick up another pen to write the name of Yahweh. They would not use the same pen. That was their, the extent of their reverence for the name of God. 164 times in the Bible. It was the centrality of his. But what exactly is the kingdom of God? Our brother said, the king in his word, in his domain. But the word kingdom is the word basilia. And that word does not mean what? It's not primarily about domain. It's not primarily about a geographical location. It's not primarily about a, a, you know, a geographical location. Like the way you say, uh, where is the city of refuge located? What is the address? Is uh, Kilo Downs uh, Community Center, which will soon change to number 22, Marcachene Street, St. Albans. So it's not like that. It's not like that. That you put, okay, where is, uh, where, 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 where do you, the kingdom of God, where do you stay? Uh, Joseph? Thong Hill. It's not like saying uh, the kingdom is, is now in Thong Hill. It's not like that. It's not like saying, where do you stay? Point Cook. And where? It's not a geographical location. The word kingdom is the word dominion. It's the word primarily dominion. That's the meaning of the word kingdom. Is the word dominion. It has, you know, yes, we say the king in his domain. And there's definitely something about that. But the primary meaning of the word kingdom is the word dominion. Let me explain further to you. In Luke chapter 17. Let me take you there from verse number 20. Luke 17. Luke 17. Verse number 20. Luke 17, 20. Now when he was asked by the Pharisees, 
when the kingdom of God will what? Will come. He answered that by saying, the kingdom of God does not come with what? With observation. Meaning the kingdom is not what? It's not, it's not primarily physical. It doesn't come with what you were. See, the kingdom does not come by observation. The kingdom, and there is not what? He now said what? I answered and said, the kingdom does not come with, yes, continue, verse 21. Continue. Nor will they say what? See, here, or what? See, there. For the, indeed, the kingdom of God is where? The kingdom of God is where? Within you. The kingdom of God is within you. It's within you. It's not primarily a location. It's not primarily a geographical place. The kingdom of God is within you. He said it does not come with observation because you don't see with your eyes. You see through your eyes. You don't see with your eyes. You see through your eyes. How do you see? You see with your mind. The moment the image is planted in your mind, oh, it is fixed there, and then your eyes will start to interpret it. That is why four people can look at the same thing and say four different things. Because you don't see with your eyes, you see through your eyes, you see with your mind. The enemy is not after your eyes, the enemy is after your mind. That is why he's working to ensure that your mind is not renewed. Because as long as it's not renewed, you cannot exercise kingdom rights. The kingdom of God is within you. So who are those? Who are, what, what, is the, what, who, what does that mean? That the kingdom of God is within you. It means this. Remember, the word kingdom is the word dominion. Is the word dominion. And it's also the word, word, yes, dominion, rulership, and the rest of it like that. So the kingdom of God is within you is simply saying this. Those whose lives and heart are yielded to the influence of the kingdom. The more you yield your life, the more of the kingdom that you carry. And the implication of, that, of this is this. And the more of the authority of the kingdom that you carry. Why is the church the way it is? Because the church is not yielding to the kingdom. In the kingdom of God, we are not independent, we are interdependent. Meaning that the older, the more mature you become, the more, the less independent you are. In the world, the more mature you become, the more independent you are. That means the ability, the power to decide what you want to do, anytime you want to do it, to go anywhere you want to go, anytime you want to go, that is the world. But in the kingdom, the more you mature, the more you grow, the more yielded you are. So that one person is now leading you to go even sometimes where you do not want to go. Somebody said no. Nobody can tell me to go where I don't want to go. I go where I want to go. Ah, uh, that's okay. You go where you want to go, but now you are deprived of the capacity to release the authority and the potential of the kingdom. What is the implication? When you determine and you do things the way you want to do it, then you cannot exercise the rights of what? The citizenship of the kingdom. The authority of the kingdom. The power of the kingdom. And that is part of the reason why the church is the way it is. I know the Bible says the kingdom of God does what? Rules over all. It, it, oh my God. I pray that your eyes will be opened in the name of Jesus. Because I've prayed for you. Before coming here. I don't need to pray before the beginning of the message. It sometimes becomes a religious routine. Let us pray. And everybody back. Oh, no, 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 no. I've already prayed for you before coming to this place. I've already prayed for you before even entering this particular facility. Prayed for you that your eyes will be open. Your ears will be open. Your hearts will be open. That there will be a direct communication from heaven to my spirit and to your spirit. It's called spirit to spirit communication. Because the power does not lie in what you hear with your head. The power lies in what you hear with your heart. What you hear with your heart is what will produce eventually, not with your head. 
not with your head. The kingdom of God. Psalm 103 verse 19. I want you to understand the potential that the church, the, the atomic bond is not the most powerful thing on the face of the earth. It's the church. Psalm 103 verse 19. Look at what it says. The Lord has established what? His throne. And what? In heaven. And his what? His kingdom rules over. Do you think that includes Daniel Andrews? Hello? Does that include Daniel Andrews? Does that include, uh, does that include uh, the state of Victoria? Does that include Scott Morris in the PM? I, I know we can handle Scott Morris. I know we can handle that. But Biden, he has the nuclear power, the nuclear code. <laughs> can I tell you that that includes Biden too? The kingdom of God rules what? Over all. Over all. Oh, the systems of the world, the nations of the world. I'm going to say some things to you, and you will look at yourself. I remember we were teaching, we were looking at spiritual growth. And one of us said this. He said, before we started the series on spiritual growth, I actually thought I was in the University of the Spirit. Maybe what he didn't tell us, or he was already doing his master's in the University of the Spirit. He said, but when we started, I realized that I'm actually where. Eh? As actually, I'm actually located in kinder, occupying my seat in the first row in kindergarten. In kindergarten. But do you know what? I love his sincerity. He was sincere with himself. Sincere with himself. It's better to be delivered than to be dignified. Hello? It's better to be what? Delivered and to be what? To be dignified, you know, yes, you are doing like this, you are doing like this. You say, Hey, oh, look at him, hey, this is Babari Babaka. You know, it's better, all, all those, it's better to be delivered than to be what? To be dignified. That you come to God the way you are, and He's walking on you and say, Hey, this place, this thing that you have here, you are carrying too much what? Too much. This, this garbage you are carrying will not allow you to make a lot of progress. What do I do? Prrr, open the, open the, no, he said no. And when, when he's streaming you, sometimes it's painful. It's, prrr, prrr, it's called trimming. It's called what? Pruning. It's called what? Pruning. Because you will eventually do what? And it will remove the jacket. So that you can, have you seen the people running Olympics? Have you been watching them? Oh, I watched the 100 meters finals yesterday. I, have you been watching them? Have you seen that there's nobody there that goes there with heavy, heavy big jacket and they say, come and run uh, on your marks and then the person appears there fully, fully what? Fully dressed with winter jacket and everything like that. They say, are you ready to run? They say, yes, I've come. Do, do you see anybody doing that? And when you say on your marks, in fact, the moment they get on the lane, what they start to do is what? Remove the word. The weight. Thank you. Remove the weight. The heavy load. The heavy load. Remove the weight. And then they are now ready to what? Ready to run. If somebody goes there with winter jacket and sometimes up to this place, and say on your marks, you can guarantee that person is already what? The, the position is already determined before the beginning of the race. That is why when we come to him, he said, no, I want to trim you. I want to trim you. Sometimes trimming is not pleasant. It's easy. We can laugh about it here. But when you are going through process and going through trimming, it's not pleasant. Have you seen a tree when they are being pruned? You know, when they are being pruned and they are pruning the tree. And, you, know, you know what Jesus said? He said, he said my father is the... I'm the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every tree that will produce what? More fruit, I, I prune so that the tree can produce more fruits. Pruning is not pleasant. Sometimes it's painful, but it's for us or it's for the tree to produce more fruits. And do you know that trees will start to cry when they are being pruned? Have you seen? Has anybody seen a tree being pruned before? Oh, wow, Georgia? Where? You've done it? Oh, that's interesting. Because many of us is only in, uh, well, uh, all, everything has been lived where? 
You've not even gone to the farm before. You read about farm in the book. Hmm? They say in the farm they have trees there. In the farm they have goat there. In the farm they have them there. I remember a few years back I was, I was, you know, I was at the, 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 the what do you call this place now? Um, Bring Bank, Bring Bank Central. And they were now, they brought, they brought goats there. They brought, uh, Chicken there, and they were surrounded by little a lot of children. They said, Come and see gold. And the good ladies, I said, I was, I was wondering that why are they gathered like this? What are they looking at? And then I just moved there and I saw the gold. And the gold, and the children said, Gold. I said, Gold. And then they said, That's a live chicken. Can you see chicken? I said, What? That is what we grew up with this at the backyard. We grew up with goats, the, we grew up with chicken, we grew up with one, and now they say, oh, everybody bring the children to come and see the gold, live gold, live chicken, see live chicken, see, and they say, ooh, live chicken, live chicken, I say, ha. We grow up with goats at the backyard, we grow up with chicken <laughs> in the, in the, <laughs> No, that's not the way, but in this new generation. That's why sometimes there's some things that we don't know. If you see the tree being pruned, you know there's something called what? Sa, that will start to come out of the tree. That is, those are the cries from the tree coming out because of the painful process it was going through but wait for the next fruiting season i have news for you have you had to cry have you gone through some pain just wait for the next fruiting season be in the name of jesus have you had others sharing their testimonies yours will be the next one and i'm not saying that to excite you i'm saying that to declare and proclaim it over your life by us continue to unleash the power of the kingdom in jesus name amen the kingdom of god rules overall but do you know what he did what did he do what was the plan of god when all of this started that's what i want to share with you this morning let me take you to the book of beginnings so that we see genesis chapter 1 from verse number 26 what does it say genesis chapter 1 from verse number what? 26 and god said what did god say let us make man let me stop there it is god who has made us not we ourselves sometimes people say i'm a self-made man don't deceive yourself a self-made man is a disaster going somewhere to happen it is god who has made us in from the very beginning the bible said and god was said let us make man let us make man you have been made by god and can i tell you something god does not make mistake hello some of us have looked at ourselves some of us have said oh i don't know why why am i born to this family he didn't make mistake why were you born in the nation where you were born he didn't make mistake why are you born with the people that saw that oh i don't know why why should god give me this person why should god do he didn't make mistake oh yes he gave them to you for a reason difficult people are grace growers difficult people are grace growers you know there are some things that you don't choose in life number one you don't choose your parents how many of us chose our parents in fact if you had your way you would have chosen somebody else you would have chosen somebody else you would have chosen somebody else maybe you would have chosen okay why can't my dad be for example why can't my dad be the president oh you know why can't my dad be the prime minister why can't my dad be you know and start to name people that you, you believe they have influence they have people of power people of wealth I, I, I would love to be born can i tell you that you've been wonderful and beautiful it didn't make mistake all you need to learn is how to unleash the kingdom potential in you so that wherever you are that looks so dry start to turn it into fruitful ground it didn't make mistake he created you you don't choose your parents you don't choose your siblings did you choose your siblings 
Are you very close to all of them? I'm not going to put you on the spot. I'm t- <laughs> you don't choose your siblings. You don't choose your cousins. All my cousins love me. Don't be deceived. <laughs> if many of them had their way, you would not even be in existence today. I'm telling you the truth. But they always smile when we say, oh yes, that's why you should learn to what? To discern what is in the hearts. Because in the kingdom, we just don't learn, we discern. You don't choose, but are they there planted around you for a reason? They were given to you for a reason. You are where you are for a reason. You don't choose your, your world. You don't choose your place of birth. If many of us had that way, you would have jumped out of the nation where you were born. Say, this problem of this nation, this problem is too much. This problem is too much. You would have jumped out of it. But he planted you there for a what? You were born there for what? A reason. And can I tell you, especially let me speak to Nigerians now. God is not going to deliver Nigeria. Because you've been praying, let God come and deliver this. This drop blow is too much. All these people are stealing our money. This problem is too much. God is not going to deliver. That's the reason why it's been the way it is for so long. He's not going to deliver any nation that is problematic. He's not going to. You're just wasting your time. And you've wasted a lot of time praying that kind of prayer. It will not work. It has never worked. It won't produce anything. Maybe you've been praying for your nation. Come and deliver Kenya. Come and deliver Uganda. All these people. Come and deliver. No! It would not. It would not. Stop praying that prayer. What exactly is pastor talking about? I thought we're waiting for God to come and move and deliver this nation. Oh, you'll wait until eternity. You'll wait until eternity. What exactly? am I talking about? Let me quickly show you something and I'll prove it to you. I'll go back. Let me take you to Psalm 115 verse 16. Psalm 115 is a myth, is a lie. Psalm 115 verse number 16. What does it say? What does Psalm 115 verse 16 says? The heaven, even what? The heavens are what? The Lord's. Uh, but the earth he has given to? The earth he has given to? Children of men. The heavens belong to God. But he has given what? The earth to the children of men. Let me take you to Genesis. And I'll start to round up. Because I want to, this is what I'm doing. I'm pulling down some things. Because there are a lot of wrong things you have believed. Lot of, and it's not allowing you to unleash the potential of God in your life. Because you believed a lie. And it's time to start to believe the truth. The heavens and the heavens belongs to the Lord. But the earth, where is earth? Is, is Australia part of the earth? Is Nigeria part of the earth? Is, uh, is uh, Kenya part of the earth? Is Colombia part of the earth? Is Venezuela part of the earth? The earth is given to who? who? To children of men or to the sons of men. King James is to the sons of men. He's giving it. Let me take you back to Genesis chapter 1. Chapter 1. Um, verse 26. Again, he said, Then God said, Let us work. Let us make man in our image. And after our and let war. Let them have war. Let them have what? Let them have what? Who are the them? Who are the them? Who are the them? Then God said, Let us make man in our own image, after our own likeness, and let us have dominion. Is that what he said? Let them have dominion. I want to let's say it together. Let them have let them have let them have let them have the key over what? Over the over the fish of the sea. 
over the beds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. Then 26. So God created man in his own word, in his own image, and after his likeness, he created what? Then. Then God said, verse number 28. What did he say? Then God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and have, and have, what is dominion? Dominion is what? The authority to create. Dominion is rulership. Dominion is lordship. Dominion is stewardship. And dominion is ownership. So God created man and gave him the authority and gave him rulership and gave him lordship and gave him stewardship over his creation. God is not a covenant breaker. The moment he handed over the authority to man, you know what? So that is why the fall of man was very painful and the fall of man polluted everything. Because the authority this man was carrying was so much. Satan knew it. Do you know that when man was created, Satan said, what? What is this? Because of the power, the grace of it. He said, what is this? What is this? You don't know who you are. You don't know who you are. He gave him authority, dominion over his creation. Dominion over his creation. Then what is the problem? The problem was one, the fall. Number two, I'll go into this later. Even after Jesus came and gave authority back to the church, the problem has been what? The conformity to the image. Because you can't exercise dominion outside image. What, is the, what does that mean? The image of the one you are carrying is one that will determine the eventual outcome of your life. He said, let us make man in our own image. What is the word image? Physical likeness? No. The essence. The essential nature. The characteristic. You know? So that you cannot start to exercise dominion. And how do you carry the image? You need to start to change the image you have on your inside. Because if the image you have of your family does not change, the circumstances will not change. If the image you have of your spouse does not change, the circumstances will not change. If the image you have of your business does not change, the circumstances will not change. If the image you have you know, of your relationship does not change, the situation will not change. And the problem is this, even though we have been born again, the image on our inside has not changed because our minds have not been renewed. So we're still carrying the image of those who are in the world. So we talk like those in the world. We operate business like those in the world. We run our relationship like those in the world. There's no difference. You can be here. When I said, yes, 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 yes. Do you believe we, we're part of the kingdom? Say, yes, 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 yes. Do you believe we have dominion? Yes, 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 yes. What is dominion? Oh, dominion is this. But step out of the door. It's a completely different thing. Completely different thing. Completely different thing. God has more than a billion ways to make you a millionaire. And you can't think of three of them. Why? Because of image. If the image will change, if your thinking pattern will change, because God will bring opportunities to you. And the opportunities are already landing on the plate now. But if the image does not change, you're not going to step into it. You're not going to step into it because you have the wrong image that you are carrying. Because your thinking pattern is just like the world. Your thinking pattern is the way they operate is the way you want to operate. You're not going to go far because the image is propelled. Because what? Your dominion is propelled by image. It's propelled by image. You must start to look at your spouse and see someone different. Start to look at your business and see something different. Start to look at your situation and start to see something different. Start to look at your children start to see someone different. Why? By first of all changing the image you have on your inside. Because your image is the instrument of your dominion. God gave, can I submit to you? 
submit to you. You are waiting for government. Oh, people fight. Oh, yes, let's have a, oh, yeah, the way they are treating us, they are not paying enough, they are not doing this, they are not doing that. You are not supposed, you should be the one running the government. Are you saying all of us should go and compete? I mean, uh, what, what is it now? Uh, contest election? No. You don't need to contest election to run those things. You start to work in dominion. Start to work in your dominion. Start to exercise your dominion rights. Dominion rights. When God created Adam, he created him. That wherever he went, that Adam should be able to turn it into what? A fruitful garden. Wherever. Because this kingdom rules over all. Rules over all. Rules over all. I said something earlier that you've been praying. Let God come and deliver, deliver your nation. Deliver Nigeria. He's not going to do that. Because he's already given dominion to you. If you not exercise it, then he's not going to do anything about it. How does he enter here? By your invitation, especially through your prayers. That is why, look at, look at the way the church is full now. I know we're just coming back. Let's all declare that we're having prayer meeting tomorrow. How many of us will show up? Because you don't know that it is through those prayer meetings that you invite God. You can't talk, change the earth if you're not touching heaven. It can't change the earth. You're not touching heaven. You know, the power is, but you know what has happened? It's giving you, if you're not, somebody says, I have dominion, I can do anything I want. Now I command this. No, that is not where it works. The image is the instrument of your dominion. Meaning what? Meaning what? Concern that situation. What is the image? What exactly is in the mind of God? You lay hold on it and start to exercise it. The image. The image. Change the way you think. Change the way you think. The church is so canal. It's so canal. And you want to unleash kingdom potential? You're wasting your time. If you don't change your thinking pattern and start to operate the way God wants us to operate, you cannot unleash it. The power to change anything, everything you're facing lies where? Where is it? Inside of you. But it must be unleashed for it to recreate. If you don't unleash it, then you don't experience it. Now we look like victims when we should be victors. Victors. Anything you don't like in your life, you have the power to change it. You have the power to change it. And it's there. And it's there. But it will not just work if you don't change the image on your inside. I'm going to, that is where I'm going to start from next week. Because I want to take you, how do you start to unleash? We have enough, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying this, Jesus demonstrated it. How many people did Jesus, how many people were his disciples? How many did he choose? Twelve. How many? Why didn't he choose uh, twelve thousand? Why didn't he choose 120,000? Do you think, oh, uh, oh uh, Daddy Pastor, there were not more than 120,000 people at that time. Who told you that? How many people were gathering in his crusades? He could have chosen 12,000. Why didn't he choose 12,000? Why did he choose 1,000? Why did he choose 5,000? Why did he choose 12? Just to let us know and teach us that if you are carrying the kingdom potential, it does not matter the number. It does not matter the number. It does not matter the number. I will, I will show you again. How many people did Gideon carry? Did, did first of all gather together to Gideon? 32,000. If you, if, if you have a church of 32,000, many of us will be excited. And say, wow, look at 32,000. Oh, have you seen Pastor Shay's church? That's what you say. No, as if he owns the church. Does he own the church? Oh, yes. There were, whoa, 32,000 there. 32,000, oh, come on. <laughs> and sometimes pastors who are on, without understanding. And, and you know, he said, yes. And if they want to harass some people, especially maybe a younger pastor who is already intimidated, how many people are in your church? And I was say, we're actually, we're, just, we're trying. God is helping us. Well, we know we'll also get there one day. 
and we are just about 40. We are just about 20. We've been praying, we've been praying, we've praying, nothing has happened. You don't understand the kingdom potential. You don't understand that God has given you people that can change the world. You, know? you don't understand that God has what? They are there. All you need to learn to do is unleash the kingdom potentials that is within them. You don't understand that. And after 2000, what did God say to, to Gideon? Oh, you have many people that can take the city. Oh yeah, go for it. He said, these ones are too many. And then he now said, what? Mommy, open it up to her for the past two weeks. Send them what? Those who are afraid. You will have thought that when you mentioned those who are afraid, maybe about five people will just say, okay, five people are afraid, let's go. How many people left? 22,000. 22,000. What were they doing there in the first instance? Were they going for a fashion show? Was it not for battle? That is why I told you, be careful what you call church. Be careful what you call church. 22,000 were sent away. He said it was still too many. And he gave them another test. 3,000 were the ones who took the land. Change the way. I mean, three, sorry, 300 were the ones who took the land. Change the image you have on your inside. Change the image you have on your inside. Let me tell you something. You know, in the kingdom rules over all. There's no lack in the kingdom. There's no poverty in the kingdom. And I can tell you there's no COVID-19 in the kingdom. Change the image. And don't be afraid. They say, oh, COVID-19 is coming. Yeah, yes, it's coming. When it gets to the own door, it will stop there. It's not coming there. He said, hey, Delta villain, you can jump from one person to another. If he jumps on me, it will die. Amen. It will die. Because I carry the kingdom potential inside of me. The name of Jesus. Which one is stronger? Which one is more powerful? Delta villain. They say, hey, don't know. There's another. Wait. Give me three months. Another villain will show up again. It is demonic to harass people. But if you don't understand your kingdom potential, you will run helter-skelter. Were we not told that by the time vaccines arrived, all problems will be well? So, just wait for vaccine. Then vaccine came. Before the thing landed. No. They started with war. What variant? South African variant. They, 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 no, they say it was UK variant. UK said, no, 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 don't, don't measure. It's South African variant. Who could push it to them there? They say it's from South Africa. Then they say Indian variant. Then when they say this vaccine are hitting the thing, they say there's another one that just come, Delta variant. Whether Delta, whether Indian, whether South Africa, whether whatever it is, in the name of Jesus Christ, no COVID-19 will come near you. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus Christ. No evil will befall you. No sickness will take care of you. In the name of Jesus Christ. COVID met you here. COVID will not take you away. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. It is well with your spirit. It is well with your soul. It is well with your body. Rise up on your feet. Because I want to make some declarations over you. And raise your two hands to heaven. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want us to say after me. In the name of Jesus. I can hear you. In the name of Jesus. I'm a citizen of the kingdom. With rights and privileges of the kingdom. Therefore. In Jesus name. I have kingdom rights. I will enjoy kingdom rights. And kingdom privileges. In Jesus name, I walk in divine favor in the name of Jesus. Doors are opening for me. Rules are being changed for me. Policies, procedures are being changed for me. In Jesus name, I walk in supernatural favor. What others are saying are impossible. They are possible for me. I am breaking forth. I am breaking forth. I am breaking through. No more limitation. No more limitation. In my life. In Jesus name. 
No more lack in my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I am walking in divine favor. I am clothed with divine favor. I put on. I put on coat of double honor. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. From this moment forward. I decreed. I declared. Is my kingdom right? In the name of Jesus. I speak now. Any sickness. Any disease. In my body. You have no right. You cannot be there. I eat you kingdom authority. I command you now. Get out. Leave. In Jesus name. Father we thank you. We give you praise. We worship and we adore you. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love. Heal and forgive. He lived and died. To buy my pardon. An empty grave is there to show my Savior because he lives because he lives I, I confess, confess tomorrow because he lives because he lives oh fear is gone because I know he holds my future my life is worth a living just because he lives. Because he lives. Because he lives. Because he lives. I confess tomorrow. Because he lives. Because he lives. Oh, fear is gone. Because I know oh, He holds my future My life is worth a living just because He lives The Bible says in the day that He was betrayed, He took bread and he broke it and said, this is my body which was broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Lord, this is bread. Representing your body. Your body was broken. And was made whole again. The Father, in the name of Jesus. As we partake of this bread. Representing your body. Let there be an unleashing. Of the kingdom potential within us. Father in the name of Jesus. The eyes will be open to see. Ears will be open to hear. Hearts will be open to know. That the things that they have heard this morning. None will be forgetful hearers. In the name of Jesus. And Lord I pray that no one. I ask you for this father. And I believe that I've received it. That no one will walk out of that door the way he or she had walked in. In Jesus' name. Let there be an unleashing of that potential within them. In the name of Jesus. That will empower them and enable them to walk in the light of it. In Jesus' name. And Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, let there be divine visitations. My Lord and my God, because the problem is the image. The problem is the side that we have on the inside. The problem is the thing that we're seeing. But Father, by the word this morning, we start to do a total renovation of the inside, of the, of the sight that is on our inside. So that we can start to see the way you see and have the right perspective about everything. 
in Jesus' name. So that we can release the power that you've invested in your church. Thank you, Father. In the same day, he took wine. He said, this is the New Testament in my blood. That in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, I pray right now. The Bible says the power, the, the life of the flesh is in the blood. The Lord, as we partake of this wine, my Lord and my God, let there be a cleansing of anything that still wants to obstruct sight. Lord, anything in the hearts, in the lives, wrong things, wrong, let there be that supernatural cleansing in Jesus' name. That nothing will hinder any longer. Nothing will limit any longer. The Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, oh Lord my God, thank you for that repositioning. Thank you for what you have just showed me, that the heights of some of us have changed in the spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, I saw you practically just at heights. You just grow like that. Pam! Because of what you have received to this morning and today in the name of Jesus Christ. It's called capacity. It's called strength in the spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please, can we serve the bread and wine? And we'll just take this and then we will close. Our first day after Because he lives, I confess tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know oh, he holds my future. My is worth a living just because he lives because he lives because he lives because he lives, lives. I, I confess tomorrow because he lives all fear is gone because I know My life is worth a living just because he lives. Father, we want to thank you once again. Thank you for the unleashing of the kingdom on our inside. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Nothing will hinder this from flowing out. Nothing will steal this from your people again. You came here to demonstrate to us. You chose to, to just let us know that if the kingdom can be unleashed, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter the circumstance or the situation of your life. That's why you didn't choose the, the, the professors and the kings. You chose unlearned and uneducated men. But they saw something with them. The Bible says when they saw the boldness of Peter and John. And they, uh, and they realized they were uneducated and unlearned men. They took notice of the fact that they've been with Jesus. Father, thank you so much. We have come to be with Jesus this morning. Lord, corporately, and Father, thank you that from today, men would, <laughs> the men would see, they would take notice of the fact that we're being with Jesus. In the name of Jesus, because of the kingdom potential that will be unleashed within us. Thank you, Father, every wrong words that people have spoken, oh, concerning themselves, Every wrong perspective, that they, the way they've seen their situation, the way they've seen themselves. Every wrong thing 
O Lord my God, by the authority in my life and the power of your grace at work in this, in this particular sanctuary. Father, we start to dismantle them in the spirit. In the name of Jesus, no more wrong image. No more wrong perspective. Father, thank you so much, O Lord my God, for fresh perspective. Thank you so much for fresh insight. Thank you for opening eyes to see. Thank you for opening ears to hear. Thank you for opening hearts to know. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that they will see them the way you see them. That we will see ourselves the way you see us. In the name of Jesus Christ. And every lie that the enemy has placed there, every lie that we have believed, today, from this moment onward, those lies are being totally dismantled and destroyed. In Jesus' name. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, the kingdom potential within us is unleashed. Is unleashed. Is unleashed. We will start to see ourselves the way you see us. In Jesus' name. We will not just open our mouth and say wrong things. Or open our mouth and say things. But we will start to say the words you have put in our mouth. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you adoration. Thank you for everyone who is uh, everyone part of this congregation, whether they're here or not. I thank you for everyone. I thank you for what you're doing in our midst. Thank you for the increase of floodgates. Thank you.